0: Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Cimbala. In Seoul, Korea, that's what they say, or in Busan. I just gotta tell you something, it just came to my mind. I was in Busan preaching at one of the the really large churches like they had in Korea. It's changing a little now. And the interpreter, when I got there, I'm in the green room and the pastor, I meet a really nice guy, Live wire. And I said, so who's my interpreter? Because the, it, when you preach in another, to another country, it all hangs on the interpreter. If you have a bad interpreter, church is out. They don't understand your language. To have an accurate, sympathetic interpreter is everything. He said, I'm going to interpret. And I went, what? He said, yes, I know English. I know it. So I was a little bit dubious, a little nervous to be honest with you. But people with me said, no, he can do it. But he was a character and he's going fast. He's going good. He really did well. But at the beginning of the message, I want, they, you know, wanted to tell me they wanted me to share my life growing up. So I grew up in Brooklyn. I went to the largest high school in the country, 7,800 students, Erasmus Hall High School. Come on that's what back in the day that was the school everything else was screwed i went there and i got in to playing basketball my dad was an alcoholic so i didn't stay home hardly if i could get out so i'm playing by the street lamps at night in the park ps92 just breaking ankles the best i could and play and i went to college on a basketball show, scholarship so i went what? watch this i'm on the platform. And I go, so everyone, they know about basketball in Korea. So I went, so I was a basketball player and I took my left hand because I have a torn rotator cuff on my right. So I went, I went, you know, I shot baskets like that. And he now has to interpret. And he says in Korea, what he loved to do was play basketball. And he starts dribbling an imaginary basketball over the platform of his church. And then he runs at me, and he stops, and he leaps up and shoots an imaginary jump shot. And this is the interpretation of what I just said. And he was good. He did dribbling, all imaginary. Place went wild, and I felt such a camaraderie. He just appeared in my church, visiting New York like eight months ago. And and when he came into my office, I said, do you remember? And he started dribbling in my office. Just a little side note of the beautiful things that happen as you meet other brothers and sisters in Christ. Now the warnings of Peter, Second Peter, no joke, he's talking. These people, the false teachers, are springs without water and clouds or mist driven by a storm. Blackest darkness is reserved for them. I mean, a lot of you never knew that was in the Bible, did you? And who's it about? Crack dealers? No, no, no. Human trafficking? No, 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 no. Fentanyl dealers? No, 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 no. People in church, people at the pulpit, people on Christian so-called television, stealing your money, teaching, talking smack rather than teaching the Bible. That's who Peter is talking about for his day. And we have our counterpart in our day. Springs without water. What would that mean? They promise something, but don't deliver. It's a spring. Oh, we're going to get water. No, there's no water. They disappoint. You think you're going to be led to God and hear the true word of God. You're not. They disappoint. But to those who are unstable and don't know the way of God, they get seduced and fleeced on top of it. Springs without water, mist driven by a storm. What's the picture there? They're driven by these ungodly impulses. That's why the Bible likens them, all due respect, we read it, like animals, unreasoning creatures driven by instincts and fleshly desire. I got to have what I got to have. I got to do what I'm going to do. And it says, what's their end? I mean, we Christians, we're going to heaven, right? Where there's no need of light because the lamb and the glory of God lights up the whole place. Do you know that, right? No lamps in heaven, no con ed bills. Yay. No con ed bills. That's our future. The city of light. The new Jerusalem. Nothing on this earth is your future home. Goodbye, world, goodbye. What's their future? This is no joke now. I'm dead serious. They and the ones who follow them, blackest darkness is reserved for them. No. Shouldn't it be, let's just break down that sentence. Darkness is reserved for them. No, no, no. There has to be emphasis, God once black is darkness you know there's dark and then there's dark and then there's really dark not a hint or a whisper of light that's reserved for them you know hotel reservation uh hi i take out my id my license my wife's with me we go oh yes we have mr symbol we have your room reserved for you they have a room reserved for them forever blackest darkness. Makes sense, though, about hell, that description. I've thought a lot about that, this over the last number of years. No light ever, forever. Think of that. No light to the soul. We're not going to have physical bodies. We're not going to have physical eyes, but in whatever our sensory capacities are, blackest darkness reserved forever. When these false teachers check into eternity, there's a room waiting for them. Yo, come on, black is darkness forever. Sin, you know what? I'm just thinking, sin must be serious. The work of God must be serious. The truth must be serious. Jesus must be serious because look at the ending. You know, just die, all right. You didn't live a good life. It's over now. No, it just begins. Just think what this all means to God. Well, Pastor Jim, I appreciate your reading from 2 Peter, but I don't believe that. Listen, believe what you want. Do you think you believing or not believing will change one iota of God's truth? Do you think I can say, I don't know about that? Doesn't sound very fair. Listen, you won't be more fair than God, God who sent his son into this world. False per- teachers, preachers, what a warning and what a warning to them If you know any of them, or you hear any of them, if you run into them, do not eat with them. The Bible forbids us to eat with people who profess to be Christians who are swindlers. But what you should do is just warn them. Turn back if you have any conscience left, because Jesus is coming soon. Blessings, and I will see you on Lunes Monday. Bye-bye.